Let us bow our heads for prayer. Dear Lord, we truly thank you. Lord, how much mercy you had on us. Lord, that today we receive the life of your Son. And we become your children. Lord, such grace, we worship and praise you. Lord, you wish to reveal your li- the life of your Son from us. You want us to receive a sonship. Lord, for this grace and for your calling, we give you praise. And we give the following time into your hands. Please speak to us. Oh Lord, in your son's instructions, Lord, we confess we are lacking. Lord, you are abundant. And you put everything in your son. Lord, may you open our eyes to see what you have done in your son. And to know what he will do among us. And that you will you will grant uh, you, you will receive what you desire we put every brother and sister in your hands those that speak and uh, translate and those that hear may receive mercy please speak to everyone we pray this in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Let us read from Matthew 5, verses 38 to 48. We'll first read it in Chinese and then English. 你们听见有话说一样还年一样还年其实我告诉你们不要与二人作罪有人打你的幼年连左年也转过来与他打有人想要告你用拿你的利益连外衣也又他拿去有人抢封你走一里路就你就与他走两里有求你的就给他有向你
Because God gives this sonship in His children. That in us, that His Son's life uh, will grow and, um, and bear fruit. So God arranges our environment so that we can learn. So that we can live out the life of this life. And that we may receive the sonship. So God has a calling for each one of us. Uh, since we have received this life, that we can live out this testimony of His Son, and that we may receive the sonship. So God has words to say to His children. It's very clear that we read in verse 45. And uh, what we read from Matthew 5:45, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Are the words that we read? Is what was spoken by God to His children. Uh, he teaches us how to be children. He says, to, in order to be His children, this is what you do. It very clearly tells us that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Because this is God's will. This is God's calling. And this is a requirement of God to his children. I believe we are all familiar with these verses. Uh, when I read these verses, I am become nervous inside. And I also feel pressure. And I believe many brothers and sisters, when you read these verses, you also feel some pressure. But here it says that some who compels you to go one mile, go with him. This is God's word. How does he want us to be his children? If someone compels you to go one mile, you go with him too? Uh, if somebody compels you to go one mile with him, you, you feel like we have to pay a large price to walk it in one mile. If somebody strikes your right cheek, you turn your left cheek to him too. How is that possible? Uh, if somebody slaps me on my right cheek, uh, if I don't uh, pay revenge, uh, it's already a big deal. So rationally thinking, if somebody strikes you, I should strike him back. So I had to be, I had to uh, spend a lot of strength to with, to hold myself back from striking you. But God's words say, turn your other cheek to him. How is that possible that we can do this? But this is how God tells his children to do. But I know some brothers have explained this verse. They will say that this only happens in the future in the kingdom. That only in that future kingdom, uh, when somebody strikes you on the right cheek, that you turn the other cheek. Uh, we know that when the kingdom comes, it's not like it's not that you give your other cheek. 
because in God's salvation uh, uh, all men are complete at and no one will strike you on your right cheek and you won't even have an opportunity for people to strike you on the right cheek because no one will strike you on the right cheek and it's not for you to give your left and no one will compel you to go one mile uh, because in the future the kingdom is complete if there's such a person in the future kingdom do you want to go there? because at that time it would be men will be complete and there's no such a thing these words were spoken for our today and this is what the words that our God has spoken are through his beloved son 2,000 years and that son of God and teach us how to be uh, sons of God and on him we see he is so complete and he has no sin and especially on the cross we clearly see we see his life and how he turned his other cheek when everyone wants to crucify our Lord and when all the sinners compel him to go one mile he is without sin he shouldn't be nailed to the cross but us sinners are arrogant and we nail him to the cross because he came to obey God's will and he allowed the sinners to crucify him on the cross but at that time God has not uh, condemned you know the sins of the world were so great that uh, for the only son of God he who is without sin you crucify but at the time God not only not condemned but he even prayed to the father that he, they, they don't do they don't know what they are doing because of his prayers he was willing to go the second mile because what about the sins of the sinner? God is righteous. Uh, he cannot consider those who are, has, are sinful as without sin. Because they have to be resolved to the sin. How do you resolve the sin? Uh, when, when he does not condemn the sin. But our Lord Jesus was when the sinners crucified the Lord he not only not condemned the sinners but he bore the punishment for sin and he bore the sins of the sinners and that's how the Son of God came to, to be His Son. So the Son of God told us, How do we live as uh, children of God? Because God has put the life of God in us. And why does God have such a demand for us? And it's very clear if we read 45, verse 45. Uh, following verse 45, for the, he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. And sends rain on the just and on the unjust. 
因为我们都是犯罪的人。Because uh, we all sinners. you were a uh, evil person. You were unrighteous. You were uh, evil. But God prepared a salvation for you. You accept the Lord Jesus as your Savior. And all the evil things and sins you've committed, God has resolved. Because God's standard is the standard of Christ. Only in Christ does He accept us. If you are a good person, and you have done many good things, but you are not in Christ, with the good deeds you have done, you cannot save yourself. Because God's standard is whether or not you are in Christ. If you are in Christ, He will accept. But God's standard for uh, all things is not the same. This, because this is only the standard for men. But we also see from Hebrews 2. Uh, the angels sinned, but God did not save them. Because the angels sinned, uh, He does not speak uh, mercy to them. And He speaks righteousness. Uh, if, if you are righteous, I will accept you. If you sin, I will reject you. So those angels that have fallen, they clearly know uh, their end. Even if they sin once, he has no opportunity. And God condemns this. And you have to wait for the day when I put you into the lake of fire. And this is the end of the angels who have fallen. But for the men, it's different. Men also sin. But God has mercy. And He has patience. He says, wait. Uh, those that have sinned, let me think of a method. When the method is there, uh, you, your sins are resolved. So God uses uh, His Son to cover us uh, of the issue of sin. When our sins are forgiven, when we believe in the Savior Jesus Christ, uh, He gives us the life of His Son. And when we have this life of the Son, now today, God has a demand for His child. And it says that uh, you may be sons of the Heavenly Father. Now that you are children, 
this is what you should do. And this is what the Lord says because He loves us. Because He gives us the life of His Son. How does He do? He says, if one strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other cheek in order that people may see the life of Christ in us. But for us, this is so irrational. What, uh, what, uh, um, it's very irrational when one strikes you on the right cheek that you turn the other. So we see from here that Christians are irrational. Here it's talking about God's love. It's talking about the life of God. Because God wants to reveal the life of His Son from us. So God raises up environments. So that we may learn from our environment. Because this is what He spoke to His children. Uh, among the children of God, there are much difficulties. And there are difficulties with serving with one another. And the way we resolve this is not to talk. This is how God wants to resolve issues. I remember a brother. He says, everything about his wife is good. Only that his, her temper is not good. Uh, it's explosive. Or if she's not happy, she would just slap you. He says when she slaps him, uh, the face doesn't hurt, but it hurts in the heart. I said, there must be a reason that she slaps you. And he says, of course, there's a reason that she slaps me. And uh, when she slaps me, it says that you are worthy to be slapped. So if she doesn't slap you, you cannot wake up. And uh, um, you don't listen to the words that I tell you. So she has many reasons, but uh, why she slaps him is because he's worthy. So many brothers and sisters say this is troublesome. And some who are slapped. Because the nails are sharp, it even cuts. So, so this is uh, very troublesome. And so, some brothers would consider. You know how she would feel if I slap her back, but the brothers are, uh, of course, stronger. So they cannot resolve their differences from from uh, uh, from negotiations. So the slapping comes. So I said. Uh, why don't you pray and see how God does? So that day he was also slapped. So he closed his eyes and said, Dear Lord, again she's slapping me. What should I do? God truly is the God who hears prayers. He says, I have never had a prayer answered so quickly. 
And uh, immediately a feeling comes out. And it says to turn the other cheek to her. And so he didn't think about it. So he had this feeling. So he turned his other cheek to her. So when he was all set and ready to be slapped again, a, a, a miraculous thing Because when he was slapped on the right cheek, he was very, he was very, um, he was, he was very sorrowful. But when he turned the, his other cheek uh, to her, uh, he felt that all the release and pressures were released. All of the sufferings were released. And she says, I can't explain it. And he felt totally free. Uh, we believe he has overcome himself. So this is God's work. Is to deal with us, not to talk uh, uh, rational not. And the second work is to deal with our good deeds. We know it's a good thing that we don't put, uh, we don't uh, revenge. We would command the brother who does not revenge when he slept. So one is willing to go one mile with someone who compels uh, that is, those are our good deeds. Uh, but inside we feel uh, very difficult and um, sorrowful. Because our honor and respect is gone. So God deals with our old self. So God deals with your good deeds. So when you turn your other cheek to him, to her, and the life of the Lord arises, it's impossible for us to do with the life of Adam. The life of Adam only leads to death. But the work of the cross deals with the uh, when the Adamic life dies. And the life of Christ will be revealed from And we can turn our other cheek. And because when we do this, and you will overcome yourself. And you will, uh, you will move beyond so I asked him, did she slap you? So I asked him, was the first slap uh, more painful than the second slap? And he says, uh, she did not slap me. But he also saw, uh, many times, uh, his sister, when his wife, when she raised her hand, she did not slap. So when you learn the lesson, the Holy Spirit is also leading on the other part. And when the, the, the Holy Spirit enlightens his wife, to tell her that you should not do this. So in our families, many problems. And there are many ways you can resolve your issues. And what what way, what method would you use? Uh, when these things come upon us, our first method is to talk. Or we would tell others that uh, you are wrong in doing this and that. 
And so when she slaps you, of course, uh, you can slap her back. Uh, there are many uh, among us. So if you're only talking right and wrong, uh, you can never go beyond your problems. Uh, so, for God's sake, you would bear it. When somebody compels you to go one mile with him, you go with him. Oh, you. And so, um, uh, you would simply follow what she demands. And so I've heard brothers and sisters say, um, what I do, even though I don't really agree, but for their sake, for the opposite party's sake, I do it. So when you're compelled to go one mile, you walk two. Uh, but when you do so, you're very reluctant inside. So when things occur, then you will respond that uh, I was not willing to do it, but you made me do it. And so there was a big temper and uh, a lot of uh, fighting. So among us, there are many good deeds. Uh, originally, he was not willing to do it, but uh, in order to not have fights, uh, he, was, he, was, he did it. Uh, he was a good Christian. But God says uh, it's not sufficient that you, you have to go the second mile. You have to do more than this. Uh, don't be reluctant and not willing. Uh, if you know that uh, she is her meaning is this, uh, you can you can just follow uh, what she says. Uh, it doesn't matter with the issue. Uh, but if you do it th that way, then there's harmony in the home. And uh, there's a saying that if there's harmony in the family, everything is good. Uh, no matter what the issue is. As long as you're unified. And as long as there's harmony in the world. Uh, because, and, and that enjoyment is. Uh, because with your loving one another, it far surpasses uh, what you gain on the if you're doing, if you're not doing something in unity, then what you do, actually come out, there are many difficulties from that. Many brothers and sisters, when they want to buy a car, they would come ask me how help. And so I've also seen many brothers and sisters, they would fight, quarrel over buying the car. So sometimes I don't even know how to help them. Uh, because their opinions are So some would buy a $50,000 car. It's not a matter of how much the car was. But because of some issue that some uh, one side feels very uncomfortable, and because of that, they would quarrel. 
So even if if they didn't buy the car, they will be in harmony and in love. And they before buying the car, they were very unified. Because they all wanted to go. So it's better not to buy. Um, so in the process of getting the car, um, the couples go through things. So because they would discuss on how they want to buy a car. But uh, when the car is actually brought, a bot, uh, there are actually many quarrels. Uh, it's not a matter of the issue, but it's a matter of the man. Uh, I say it's better for you to throw that $50,000 into the water. Um, you were so unified and in love uh, when you were discussing about buying the car. It's so sweet when the couple can discuss uh, about the matter. And uh, oftentimes we overlook such sweetness. And sometimes the uh, one side would say, I, I did it for the sake of the other side. But since you have bought it, uh, even though you may not like it, you should like it. And uh, so you're compelled to go one mile for the sake of her. Then shouldn't you go the second mile and then uh, praise God and uh, to enjoy the blessing that he gave you? So oftentimes, brother sister's service is the same way. Sometimes I would see an elderly brother leading a group of younger brothers. Uh, then in that service, there are many things that occur. But for the, for the elderly brother, in order to fulfill the younger brothers, and uh, um, he would take something that was already was done by a, a, a younger brother and give it to somebody else. And uh, it's clearly that this other brother cannot do as well as the first brother. And uh, even though you're doing this task so well, uh, he intentionally uh, take the task away. So when this occurs, so in order to be obedient, uh, you walk the first and you would, you would give out the task in your hand. Uh, so that the task is done by others. And so his his heart is not balanced. Yeah. Uh, because he cannot go that second mile. So it was difficult for them to serve together. Oftentimes in our service, we, are, we should be willing to go the second mile. Uh, this is the way to resolve things in the this is the word spoken by God to his children and we, we don't use this to preach the gospel or you shouldn't tell a, a, a seeker that if somebody strikes you on the right cheek turn the other to him I don't think anyone would believe this is how 
And that's why in chapter 6 God says, and for God to uh, save us from evil and not run into temptation. And in chapter 7, he tells us, uh, do not put pearls before uh, swine. Lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. So God's life is like the pearl precious. It's hard to explain that to a Gentile. He does not understand the uh, amazement in your life. So in our Friday Bible study, we ran into a non-believer. So we told him about God's grace and how his precious blood could cleanse his sins. And he immediately asked a question. He says, does that mean I can just do anything evil because God will forgive my sins? Does that mean that as children of God, as Christians, we can do anything evil that we want? Because God's precious blood will cleanse you of your sins? So this is something that you shouldn't say. You should know the preciousness When one day you believe Jesus as your Savior, when the life enters you, an amazing thing happens. Your head will tell you to do something evil. But there's an inner feeling that tells you that you shouldn't do it. Uh, sometimes when you lie or take advantage of others, because the inner Holy Spirit makes you uncomfortable. In our logic, we think that God has the forgiveness of sins. But when you are in God's holy life, um, God's Spirit will speak to you and you will um, be uncomfortable to do those evil things. Uh, that, that's a pearl. This is a precious Those that have tasted the goodness of heaven, uh, we understand. So the life of Christ can be lived out from us before others. And when we live out this life of the Christ, it will move them that they may be saved. Uh, my when she was saved, she was a good Christian and she has good pursuit of the Lord. And this is something about 60-70 years ago. But she was married into a family that worships idols. And she had great difficulties. And when they have feasts and celebrations, uh, she, they would eat very well, but she would have nothing to eat. So, because everything, all the food was used to worship the idols, so uh, she uh, could not eat them. Because they intentionally um, 
took all the food to worship the idols and not leave anything for her. Because we had to bow to the Because Christians must not bow uh, for the worship of the idols, but um, her family would force her to bow to worship. And this happens quite often during those times. So when you're faced with such a thing, what do you do? Do you talk? It's difficult to say. To walk one mile, it's not enough. But when you're willing to walk the second mile, and the what's difficult is there. So, but he, but she was a, a devout Christian. She was diligent. And so she does everything in the house. And so she does everything well. And when her parents-in-law were sick, so in love, she served them. And so many sisters also, they also walk the second mile. And her mother-in-law finally said that my daughter-in-law is very good. So because of her testimony, all the family, including her in-laws, uh, were saved. And this is the fruit of the second mile. And this is the fruit So in these difficult environments, because of the difficulties, if she does not turn the other cheek, uh, you won't have those fruits. Because she lived out the life of Christ. And she lived out that testimony that they had no words at all. That Christians are the best. And that in their hearts they see the glory of God. And that we see the life of God in her. This is the fruit of the second mile. Today, God teaches us. He calls us to tell us what to do. He says that you may be sons of the heavenly Father. In other words, to be the children of sons of God, you ought to do this. So today, I want to ask brothers and sisters, is this what you do? Do you have difficulties at home? How do you resolve your difficulties? Many brothers and sisters will walk the first mile. I tell you, the first mile you cannot resolve the In order for you to be removed, your problems. Uh, you have to go the second mile. Only the second mile can remove the issues of your difficulties. This is what God tells His children. Because we can live out the life of Christ. Brothers and sisters, uh, don't think that this is difficult. Uh, when we read this, we all felt some pressure. 
And we feel that this is difficult. And by ourselves, we cannot do this. But I tell you, many brothers and sisters have done this. And I see many brothers and sisters live this out. How can they live this out? And he, they truly put the life of God uh, God's word will not be vain. And if we cannot do this, then God really spoke in vain. God said this, and He will fulfill it. Because God is faithful. He said this. He will have a way for us to do it. Often it's true we cannot do it. But we know that we cannot, but in God everything is possible. Uh, he will have a way for us to do it. Just as He has put His life in us. And so in our lives, the Holy Spirit arranges that we may be disciplined. And so through the cross, um, our uh, weaknesses and failures will be um, taken. So if we can't learn it one time, we'll learn it the second time. Uh, maybe not one year, but two years. Maybe not two years, it takes ten years. Some difficulties in some homes, they have to learn in ten, twenty years. Uh, it's not for you to ask why we have such difficulties at home. But we have to realize that this is the work God is doing in your home. Uh, he wants us to gain sonship. That his life of his son can be revealed from us. So he is waiting there. Until one day when he fulfills his work in us, and that we may gain the sonship. And that God may gain glory in our lives. Uh, we cannot do this by ourselves. But when we rely on His grace, uh, this will occur in us. Uh, we also hear an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I don't know if any children of God among us. Uh, but this is very, uh, uh, this is this is a fallen state. But there are a few brothers and sisters who are like this. As you as they serve you, as they serve to, if, together with you. Uh, perhaps you, you disagree with something. And uh, he or she will use another way to oppose you. No matter what you do, uh, she is against you. Because this brother is disliked in the heart. Uh, because you have already disappointed with this brother. No matter what you do, you'll be opposed. Uh, this is something that uh, sins against God. Uh, many brothers and sisters So husband's disappointed with the wife. Uh, he gives up. And he does not give her up. No matter what she does, he will oppose. And 
so he uses he opposes and that heart that behavior is a sin against no matter what you do and the good deeds and the, with the things you do, people will commend you. But, the, but your heart, your, your attitude in opposing her, that's, that sins against God. Uh, this is not a condition of the children. Of God. So we ask God's blood to cover this. Uh, I don't know if there are certain things that you cannot forgive another brother or sister. We have to forgive. You shouldn't put that knot of uh, uh, in your heart. And uh, so disagreements and knots between brothers and sisters and among the couples. If that knot is not removed, uh, there's much difficulty. And you, some, you, you won't even have a chance to talk. And uh, so it's not even just walking one mile. Uh, he does not talk right or wrong. And uh, we, we can't even speak of the second mile. But God's heart is for us to walk the second mile. Uh, may the word of God and what he speaks to his children. He teaches his children what you should do. This is what you should do. Only when you do this, that God's glory can be revealed from us. We thank the Lord. May the Lord use these words to encourage us. Help us that we can live out the life of Christ. Uh, may one or two brothers and sisters, by the moving of the Spirit, pray for us. step into your life and exercise your life and do these things that we would say are impossible. We thank you that you call us to turn the other cheek and to walk the extra mile. And we thank you, Lord, that, Lord Jesus, you did that. You proved it and showed what it was like. We have received your salvation because of it. Lord, do help us to see that we have opportunities and our daily life to show your life, to live out your life, to do what seems impossible and yet with you, you're the enabler. We do pray that we can turn the other cheek and go the second mile and that your life would be expressed. We want to acknowledge that many times our ideas of solving a problem using our reason or using force and using arguments really don't gain ground. Lord, that you are the solution. You're the solution to our deeper problems. But you ask us to step out in faith and obey you and love the way you love, which is to love all. We put ourselves into your hands. Thank you for this word, Jesus. Amen. that you have asked us to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. We know that you came to become the Son of Man. You came to live that life, Lord, that is totally pleasing to the Father. Lord, not only you gave your life, Lord, uh, because of obedience, but you gave your life that we may live such a life. 
Lord, we just trust in you that whether in family, whether in service, Lord, whether in all the situations that, Lord, we may really allow your Holy Spirit to quicken and truly to live your life, through the life of the Son, in your precious name.我们也不愿意这是何等的宝贵